Listeners, and welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. It's an invention podcast between two brothers where we will invent something before your very ears. That's my brother, Mason, not on my watch, Williams. And that's my brother, yes, on my watch, Luke Williams. But the, you're so close, you put the nickname in between... The first no, 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 Luke is your nickname. Yeah, so my new my new name is Yes on My Watch? Yeah, your first name, Yes on My Watch, hyphenated, nickname Luke, last name Williams, because we are brothers, we have the same last name. I will inform my girlfriend that that is what she must now call me. I'm sure she'll be thrilled. Well, I mean, the, the great thing about Yes on My Watch is you can pronounce it so many different ways. You can say, yes. On my watch. Or you could be like, yes, on my watch. Or you could be like, yes, on my watch. Speaking of my watch, sports. <laughs> Good segue. Love it. Yes, sports. It's sports time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's watch some sports. The, the gridiron is hot. Tonight, here we get this. Let's just let's forget the podcast. Let's sit down and watch some sports. Mm, I love sports. Let's watch like eight sports at once. I love once on all the TVs. balls, balls and sticks and rods and and putting the balls into nets and hitting them uh, and just running around bases and touchdowns and curling throwing rocks on ice mm. yeah across let's let's do this let's let's make a sport sports okay sports huh. sports. Sports. sports love sports sporty sports so sports. good mm-hmm. one of one of five spice girls that yep that's that's true so um, a twenty, like twenty percent of the Spice Girls, sport related. That's true. A full twenty percent. That's a what they're all about. That's a lot. Hmm. Okay. So, um, I think I might have a like touchstone here, which is the fact that I technically on my resume. Am a coach right now. You're a coach. Yeah, that is what they call my position at nice. the axe throwing uh, that I do. Yes, throwing axes is a sport. Yes, well, somewhat. It is definitely a event sort of thing that we bring people to for birthdays and bachelorettes and stuff like that. But also, the leagues take it pretty seriously. And there's all kinds of tradition there. Like, there's, like, a chant at the beginning. Um, and then there's lots of drinking. That's fun. Um, well, I mean, in my mind, if they can show darts on, like, ESPN 5, 
Mm-hmm. Axes are really just big darts. That is exactly true. And in fact, that is the trajectory that they're hoping to take the company in. That there is, in fact, a federation that other companies, if they want to do the axe throwing and they want to be part of the federation, they have to adhere to our rule set. Okay, okay. So, and eventually, yeah. the Olympics? Eh, probably not. I mean, not. I, I don't know if it'll do anything like that. Like, there's, there's, I mean, it's not like we reinvented the wheel with axe throwing because there's, like, Highland Games and, like, Lumberjack competitions. So, Fuck, like, I love watching Lumberjack shit. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. That is so good. Like, like timber sport. Yeah. That is, that is some good television. I'll watch the shit out of that. Absolutely. But uh, for my touchstone, I do run games. I <laughs> had, like, I was running one two hours ago. It was very fun. Uh, it was a 50th oh, okay, birthday party. Okay. So in your in your experience as a coach, mm-hmm. uh, what are good things about sports and what are bad things about sports? Uh, okay. Um, good things about sports. Uh, it's performance-based, and therefore, uh, in your groups, you get some competition going. Um, I will also say that, um, ours is a different format in that it is not team sport, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and much like darts, it is every individual person's performance it is and i I mean you can go full pro level with an individualized sport like that like that's what golf is right right um but there isn't a teamwork coordination cooperation element to this nor is there really opposition like you don't have a goalie exactly so really um i don't want to be the axe goalie (laughs) yeah no one does um so really there isn't uh, much in the way of, uh, like, I don't have the full scope mm-hmm. of the experience. I only have one version. And whether or not it's team-based or solo uh, individual sport, um, one is not better than the other. They're just different, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that said... Well, arguably, you can have both things. Like, you can have a team, and the team wins or loses, but then each individual person, they got stats... And then yeah. other people can accu- accumulate those stats and have fantasy leagues. Yeah, and, like, this carries over into the axe throwing, too. Like, I can tell you for a fact where I'm sitting with some of my stats. Um, I mean, I don't do it enough. I'm not in leagues right now, but, like, I know that so as of right now, um, a perfect game is five axes in the bullseye. That's 25. And you do three mm-hmm. games. So that's 75. 75 is a perfect game. Right. Um, and right now, my highest average is 52. So, okay. So if I wanted to do like my own fantasy axe throwing league and I pick you, um, like I guess I don't pick any other players. So I just win if you win. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't doesn't help that. Um, also, there's like the extra hard target, uh, the clutch shot. Uh, that right now I okay as as of today I threw for four. I got two at one one and one and three, and I got two at one in two. So that puts me at one in two and a half. Mm. So if I aim for it, if I throw it three times. I'm likely to hit it one time. <laughs> all right, all right. 
Well, I mean, that's pretty good, like, for baseball. It certainly is. And in fact, that's not the worst analogy, because you only get three strikes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, um, so I I want teams, but I also want to be able to keep track of individual sports. So if you want uh, individual stats, so if you want to have uh, your own fantasy league, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw one other frame of reference thing that I have for this into the All mix, right. which is that I am not particularly competitive with it, but I do love me some Overwatch. And mm. uh, that is an example of something that is team-based in that with the, pr- with the proper game, it's 6v6, and you have to actually uh, have the right role to serve the team. You, you, you have to sometimes... Uh, there are people that are flex picks that are mm-hmm. more likely to not specialize, and they have to flex with whatever the team actually needs. Right, like, and then you got your bludger and you got your seeker. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, like there's, it's like, oh shit, like they're going heavy on heavy on damage. We keep dying. We got to throw a second healer in here. Or, mm-hmm. um, oh man, like they they're really got a really tough defense. Um, we need to put another tank in here. Okay, uh, but we're not we're not doing anything, you know online we're not doing digital shit we're not doing video games this is a sport this is a real life sport that people play with their bodies okay perhaps but i mean not perhaps that is definitely the 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 mission here however i will point out that uh that's not too dissimilar from taking someone off the field and putting someone in like like okay it's your turn from the bench get in there like so we want to have a bench yes let's start with that let's take the bench and let's throw it into the middle of the field. <laughs> nice. Yes. Okay. That's that's good. That's good. So we have a bench now if for both for both teams. Yeah. It's like two teams toss their benches. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. No. Okay. Not teams. You have two coaches and they're like Pokémon style. All the players, they're not affiliated with a team. They're just on the bench at any given point. The coach of, like, the red team can say, hey, you, go sit down. You off the bench, come in. And, like, the bench is like a common bench. And just, you know, at one second, a red player, you know, the the coach of the red team can make him sit down. And then the coach of the blue team can call them up and say, hey, you're on the blue team now. Get out there. And then you'd think, oh, what that means that the individual player isn't going to want to play. No, because the coaches are playing for the final score of their team. They're trying to manage their team, you know, on the fly to get the best score for their team. But at the same time, each individual player is playing for their personal stats. I think that, um, I think that something that's an exciting sort of prospect is without much variation mm-hmm. any particular athletic team has a particular body type there's <laughs> some there's some variation there but generally speaking like for example like a football team will have a different uh b- body type for um a quarterback as they do for uh, like somebody on the on the front line right because they have like a slightly different skill set but generally the football players all sort of look the same I am interested in having like 
every t- every body type. Hmm. Maybe not every body type, but like, because I mean, if we are talking about something athletic, we might have some limitations there. But it would be really cool to see it be that like, in some way, make if if this was safe somehow, to have like a a a, a thin, flexible gymnast girl body be on the same playing field as like a sumo wrestler. And right. like a bodybuilder, like that—that that was actually another thing that I wanted to address on the cons column of sports injury, particularly like concussions and shit like that. I want to avoid that. I want a sport. I'm going to say a non-contact sport, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say I don't want. I want a sport where maybe there's running, maybe there's jumping, maybe there's throwing, but no tackling. No, not even holding. Like, I just want running and jumping and throwing and possibly dodging around obstacles. Let's let's take a quick detour to uh, the marathon. OK, OK. Um, the, the ancient Greek city or. No, uh, I, I guess I'm speaking more to the fact that like uh, uh, more a triathlon, right? Triathlon, oh, okay. triathlon will have your your running, your swimming and your uh, and your cycling. Right. Right. I What I about don't... the quadrathlon? What's that? That this would be the part where you make up four things that are funny. Oh, okay, I see. Um well, I forget the first one. What was the first one? Uh running. Running, yeah. Uh then there was uh farting. <laughs> you're you're not even gonna you're just gonna go with farting. It's it's hard to fart after you just run like a mile. Well, like, the hard the harder part is that you want to really fart like performance wise. Like you want to like eat a bunch of beans and shit. So you yeah, you eat a bunch of fart. beans. So you were full of beans and you had to run a whole mile yeah, holding that's, it in. That's the hard part is holding it that whole time. Yeah, right. and then you get to the end and you're farting, and then you still got two more things you got to do. And then after the farting, <laughs> there's. After the farting, there's the the crying. <laughs> right, right. Now, what's what's interesting is the farting is precision based, but the crying is just volume. Right, purely volume of tears. You want to stay very well hydrated. Yeah, you want to get as many of those suckers out there as you mm-hmm. can. And then the fourth, the fourth event, you go back to running. <laughs> <laughs> you go back to running from your problems. Okay, so so we've described less a four-stage uh, Olympic event and more the natural progression of me running. <sighs> that is the hardest I've laughed on this show. I don't know why that shit struck me so funny. Oh, my God. Well, it's because you said the word fart. <laughs> okay, okay. Whew. I'm doing a little crying on my own. All right, okay. Let's... um. Let's get back to okay. The triathlon has yes. the three elements to it. Yes. You you have to specialize in all of them in in a sort in a, in a way, but you have to sort of just be in three different phases. And that's right. If you're just a runner, even if you're the best runner in the world, if you're just a runner, you're gonna suck. Mm. And then, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, uh, uh not marath. It's not a marathon. Uh. 
a relay race. Okay, so a relay yes. race you, you is just running, but you pass off, and you it's it is a team based sport because all of you have to have good coordination, but just for the passing of the baton. So you want a relay triathlon? Sort of. I'm thinking of something like that, but perhaps like I don't want it to just be one big race. I want it to still be like based off of a different kind of skill set of thing. But again, I would love to have all those different body types be in it. So like maybe it's like ah jeez, I don't know. Maybe like the bodybuilder throws the gymnast onto the sumo wrestler from across the room. Yeah, so so if one person throws the other and then the third person catches, they get a point. Well, okay, to to be completely honest, I really love that Pokemon style sport idea but i would like it to be that the three or four people are working towards a common goal and you have to like respond to your opposing team's strategy that oh they're they're strong in this way i have to i have to respond and counterbalance Mm -hmm. with putting my blank out and yeah like i really like that element and you know what Uh, i'm gonna put this out there i love obstacle courses i love like ninja warrior type shit yeah yeah uh let's imagine that this is taking place on an obstacle course but the coaches that's another thing they can control is they can alter the playing field in real time Mm. like you got a a pool of water and you're like oh no we need somebody who can hop over that or splash through it but then one of the coaches is just like no, you know what? That doesn't work to my team's advantage. They press a button and like it covers it over. Hmm. Or like another coach is like, okay, bring down the bars and they bring down the parallel bars from the ceiling. And then the gymnast, she hops up there. No one can catch her. She's like eight feet over everyone else's head. She's swinging back and forth, getting points back and forth. But then the other uh, coach is like, nope, and hits another button and the bars all fall down. <laughs> And she dies. <laughs> and then the other players like pick up the bars and hit each other with them. Except not, because we don't want a contact sport. The safety part is legitimately quite difficult to, to nail, because in, in, in as much as we want to really get this down uh, to a You're talking about thing, throwing a woman, so yeah, it's going to be difficult to make that safe. Well, your parallel bars fall out of the ceiling. Well, that, or, like, they just go back up into the ceiling. And or, crush her! Or they split apart, or they become electrified, I don't they, know. they split apart, that would also split her! Look, I just want the bars to be there and then go away when a coach says. And, like, here's the thing, like, the coaches, they can't make changes whenever they want, like, they have, like, essentially a cooldown time, and then once per minute, maybe, they can mm-hmm. make one change. They can substitute out one player, or they can make one change on the field, or something like that. Okay, here's here's another couple of questions about this. Um, I like the idea of terrain being somewhat customizable, mm-hmm. <sighs> but I'm, I don't know what... I don't know what terrain modifications can happen without it just turning into a variant of ninja warrior um another okay okay let's let's talk about our obstacles that we can have like walls uneven ground uh Mm -hmm. water 
bars that you can hang from or rings or stuff like that. No, like I, I like obstacle courses and that, but I feel like we're setting up a custom obstacle course situation. I don't think we're talking about a sport anymore. Okay, okay. So, hmm. Is there a ball? There could be. Are there multiple balls? I I also don't want us to like here's here's a legitimate thing in my mind with this. Mm-hmm. We have some very complex um concepts that we all we throw in and then we force it all to work in the same thing into yeah. like one into one form. That does tend to be our modus operandi, yes. And that's fine, but I just really don't want to do that with this one. If we turn this into Ninja Warrior or some kind of Calvin ball, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be satisfied that we really nailed it because I think that we can come up with something really fun that we're going to want to play okay. if we can figure out how to do this properly. So I'm actually going to sort of pivot to LARPing. Okay. And no contact, sure. I agree with, like, no tackling, especially if we want to get different body types in there. But the one thing that LARPing does get right is that, like, you know, I poked you with my foam sword. That's not. That's probably not going to bother too many people. Like, that's... That's pretty pretty safe. Oh, we got the dodgeball aspect to it. Throwing things. Like, I'm cool with that. If we've got a nice soft ball and we're throwing that around, tagging each other with it, I'm cool with that. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if there's an aesthetic that we can get going here that I legitimately think could be a fun... Well, LARPing tends to be medieval, and I'm not... I, I think we can steer clear of that. And we also, like, don't want to go Vampire the Masquerade. We don't want to go, like, sci-fi or anything. If we are having an aesthetic at all, it is a purely practical sporting aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, except possibly if we want to have it be mascot-based. Right. Wait. Huh. That's a whole other thing. Like, if Get there the was mascot somebody... on the field. Like, if there was somebody on the team that was actually playing still and that's the handicap they have like some other like strong power they're able to do something that the others can't but the handicap is is that they have to be the mascot and wear the mascot suit yeah like you you but here's the thing is they get extra points for doing the thing like if you can successfully slam dunk or get a touchdown or hit a home run while you are dressed up as like a giant frog then fuck that's worth at least triple points Hmm. that's not the worst because i like again i feel like we just threw another flavor in there where we're like it'll it'll work in the end where i'm thinking like let's just do something pretty reserved for us and nail one concept really really well Hmm. um okay balls I want to I want to I want there to be sort of like a pro level of you could invest a fair bit of uh, money into the pro level of it, but Mm -hmm. also like ready to go at a family picnic kind of thing, because I don't just want to get I don't just want to get different body types in there. I want to get all ages. I don't want this not to necessarily be just athletes on the pro level. It can be all athletes. Fine. Okay, so like similar 
to like baseball or football or whatever. You want it to be simple enough and accessible enough that you could play it at a family picnic, but also there's enough of an opportunity for high level play that you can have a professional league and have people do this for their job. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to throw this out there, just pointing to the uh, axe throwing as a frame of reference. Uh Um, One of the most beautiful, like I swear to you, one of the most beautiful things about about it as a sport that I coach, Uh uh, if you want to call it that, um, is that when people arrive, there is almost no telling who's going to be the champion of that group. It could be the small, timid girl who's afraid that she's going to throw it backwards into people and and kill all her friends, um, yeah. or who's there, you know, mostly for the Instagram. Um, or it could be the the big tough guy, or it could be grandma. Like you really, really don't know until it actually plays out, and it's amazing. Um, okay. So if we could somehow come up with an activity that is closer to that. Okay, so something that is not necessarily dependent on muscle mass, but more on, you know, can you do this, you know, Mm. unusual activity very well? I do think, like, something that has a little bit of finesse to it, that Mm -hmm. there's a right way to do it, but the right way isn't necessarily right for everybody. Okay, okay. Well, let me hit you with this sport that you probably haven't thought about as a sport. Right. Beer pong. So let's say we got two sides of the field, right, and we're going big. I got a very bouncy ball. I'm going to throw it. I've got to have it hit the ground. It's going to bounce up. There's a bunch of targets down there, okay, and I'm trying to get it in one of their team's targets. If I get it in the target I want – hella points uh if they catch it though oh no that guy who's gonna catch it you know he uh he he you know now i have uh no points but you know i might fake them out and i might throw like not the red ball but i throw the green ball and if the guy who goes to catch it catches the green ball or if i hit one of the other people with the green ball then that person is the target and now i get a point for hitting the person and the guy, oh, I got it, I got it, I catch it. And they're like, no, he's red, green, colorblind. Don't catch that ball. But it's too late. <laughs> he catches the ball, and then I get a point for hitting him in the hand. Um. Okay, I think I I feel like I lost you a little bit on this one because you started off by saying beer pong, and then we were throwing balls at each other. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm I'm removing the beer from the equation. It's it's. Like, I feel like you're removing more than just the beer from the beer pong. It's, imagine that the targets are very large, like we're on the table and we're as tall as the cups. Okay, and you want the ball to go into your body? No, I want to have the ball. I, I needs to bounce. I got to bounce it off the thing, so I can't whip it directly at someone's head. It has to mm-hmm. bounce off the uh, the play surface, the the field, mm-hmm. and it has to go into one of these targets. Uh, but then the other team has a chance to try and bat it out of the way, or like catch it, or something. But I can fake them out and throw a different ball, and then they don't want to touch that one. Mm-hmm. So there's a the the uh, aspect of like. Uh, the physicality of throwing and catching and dodging and grabbing, but at at the same time, there's also like a bluffing element and a, like a strategy element. Like, what kind of ball am I throwing? 
and you have to be able to judge that in midair. Hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. uh I want to overturn some tables. Okay. And I want to be able to hide behind those tables. Love it. Okay, so here's the thing. Those targets that I'm trying to get the things into, at any point, you can, like, flip that target and hide behind it, but it makes it an easier target for me because now it's facing forward. And mm. I can just toss my ball straight on in there. Thank you very much. Free point for me. Hmm. But then you prop it back up and you're like, oh, now it's a harder shot for you. And like, yeah, but you can't, you know, get your hands over the top of it because it is very tall. And I if I can make that toss, there's no way for you to block it. What do you mean it's very tall? Like, I'm again, picture that these targets are like the like the shape of beer cups, but they're like eight feet tall. Okay, that doesn't sound like it's ready for like summer picnic, though. Shit, you're right. Um, also any situation where you have to bounce the ball against the ground and get it to go in, like that's going to require a special playing surface. That's going to require a special kind of ball and multiple balls for this. And it sounds like that's not quite ready for, uh, the lower muscle folk. Um, well, I mean, like you were saying, like grandma can sometimes toss an axe really well. I'm assuming she can toss a ball really well. But but bounce the ball and then have it go up eight feet? You're saying grandmas can't play beer pong? Life's like giant beer pong? No. Anyway, let's 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 go pivot to another thing. Okay. Um Do you remember the game of Bump? No. Okay. So Here's how bump worked on the playing field. You had two, or on the on the playground. Mm-hmm. You had two basketballs, and you had a lineup of people at the basketball hoop. You don't remember this. I have no memory of what you're talking okay. about. So, here's how it works. The person at the very front, they have to sink a basket. Okay. The person uh, that's second in line, they also have a basketball. But the second person, if they sink a basket before the first person, then they can, um, they can, the first person is then out. Right. And after the first person passes, uh, sinks the ball, like if they sink it in the net, then Mm -hmm. the second person becomes the first person. The third person then becomes the second person. Right. And it just, and you go back to the back of the line and it, it cycles like that. And... Until the person who is second, like, is the very last person and sinks it and takes out the other person, then they're they're the winner. But the beauty of the, like, it's a very, very simple, straightforward game. But the, okay. be- but the beauty of the game was being the balls-to-the-wall first-place person because you could bump. This is why they call it bump. You could bump creatively to just send their basketball far away. Right, because you you are both shooting at the same time. So if they try to shoot, you can bump their ball and they they can't they don't just get more balls. They have to yeah. run and go get that same ball. Yeah, you can't fuck with their ball, but your ball can fuck with their ball. 
Okay, so sort of croquet style where you can't hit someone yep. else's ball, but if your ball is up against their ball, you can just like put your foot against your ball and yep. hammer their ball into the stratosphere. So a legitimate strategy that I've seen mm-hmm. was, you know, you just you're in first place, you you bounce the ball off of the backboard really quickly, catch it again, then go underneath the net, and when mm-hmm. they shoot, you shoot the ball back straight up through the underside of the hoop. Yeah. <laughs> So that it bounces it out and uh-huh. in a chaotic direction where your ball comes probably straight back down. Nice. Um, another amazing thing that I have done, and it's very fun, is like we used to have a, a, a fence behind the uh, the hoop that mm-hmm. if it went over the fence, you're going running for it. Right? right. And I would, they would take their shot. I would go, as it's in the air, I would hit it with the ball from underneath. I'm miming this with my arms as if it helps. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm hitting it with the ball from underneath. It's bumping the ball up over top of the backboard and then behind the fence. Nice. And it is phenomenal. Uh, okay, anyway. now I do have one issue with this, and this is a question I have not only about this game, but about basketball itself. Mm. If you shoot your ball upwards into the hoop... Does that not give you a negative point? No, it does not. <laughs> because there isn't a negative point. You're either going or you're not going. If you had a negative point, you would just be out. <laughs> okay, but I mean, like, in in, in basketball. In, in, in actual basketball. In actual basketball, if I shoot the ball so very badly that it goes up backwards through the hoop, do I lose my team a point? I'm pretty sure you lose them two points, unless it was a foul shot. Okay, uh, if if I manage to do that from half court, is it negative three points? Um, that just is not a thing. You cannot manage to do that. I'm sorry. Hey, half uh, you, court. You, you put a little English on it. That is a lot of English. That is an impossible amount of English. That is too English. Okay. So... I enjoy the viciousness of that, but I will admit it is not very uh, grandparent friendly. Right. We don't want to do that to grandma. Like as much as it's very fun in, you know, on the playground. But if this is a family game with grandma, she's going to get upset. However, Uh um, some of the smack talking that can happen in regular old axe throwing is very welcome, even if it's against grandpa. Like, or grandparents. Like, if you are going into the elimination tournament and it's big, strong, you know, 30-year-old Ricky Mm -hmm. versus grandma and those are the two going into the tournament, it's like, oh, you're going down, grandma. I'm going to bury this axe. Don't do that. That's not how the game is played. You have to bury it. it. Bury it in the backyard. Like we'll do with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, All right, next. Next thing. Yeah. So so smack talk good, but messing with the other player not so good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the other thing. There's a there's a line, right? Mm-hmm. You want to encourage it. You want it to be good good natured, right. and generally that does pr- promote a little bit of fun. Well, it is hard to enforce good sportsmanship 
within the rules of a game. Any game, whether it's a sport or a board game or whatever, uh, generally there is an option to do mean shit to the other players. Like whether it's like Monopoly and you're like, oh man, you got all the properties before me. Uh, you didn't leave me one. It's like, I didn't have to leave you one. It's like, yeah, but you could be nice. And it's the same sort of thing. Like sportsmanship in any sport, like you don't have to be nice. That's not, it's hard to put that in the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I don't think that you necessarily need to be. Like mm-hmm. I agree that, uh, I agree that a little bit of, uh, you know, that's the way the game is, uh, that that's okay. All right. Um, I would actually be a little bit bummed out if somebody, like, took it easy on me. Because it's like, nah, I'll, I'll play properly. Like, you know, there aren't difficulty levels based on who you're up against. You, you don't... T- I guess there is such a thing as taking a handicap if you're at, at different like vastly different skill levels yeah yeah well i i actually uh i once saw this comic uh that someone did about like a version of baseball that they did with their family and they made some rule modifications to baseball that really made it make sense and it became more of a uh a team sport and it, it wasn't really uh, like, Oh, the, the physically competent people are going to dominate. Like one of the rules that I liked was if you hit it so hard that it goes beyond the fence, that's not a home run anymore. That's a foul ball. So you're trying mm. to not hit a grand slam. You're trying to hit it within the field. Uh, and then also like you can run only a maximum of two bases at a time. So if you hit it, even if you hit it as good as you can within the field, you can only run to second and you're waiting for your teammate to let you run home. Hmm. Do we want to just sort of go with a baseball diamond structure and figure some stuff out like that? Cause, cause... Well, the thing is with the baseball diamond structure is you're taking turns being offense and defense. I don't know that I want that. How can we have a baseball diamond structure, but everybody's playing at once. So some people are trying to score points by running around clockwise. And the other people are trying to score points by running around counterclockwise or something like that, or like backwards where my second plate is your home and vice versa. Hang on. I might be onto a thing here. Okay. What if you had a space like, a baseball diamond kind of space, uh-huh. but you essentially had three different kinds of roles that were going on. Okay. And so you had a bunch of different colored, like small balls or something. Yeah. And what if there were different kinds of roles? Uh-huh. So a person has the ability to grab like all of the red balls and put them into their circle or something like that. Okay. But, you can only use, like, one hand to pick up the the ball. You can bring it back to your circle, and then you can't defend your circle while you, you got a ball or something like that. And then, like, maybe there's a different role that, like, their goal is to try and, like, get the balls outside of the field. And then a different role where you're trying to get them inside of the field or something like that. Hmm. So that everybody's trying to scramble for these balls no matter what, but everybody's got a different objective... I do like the idea of different balls having different objectives. Okay, okay. Let me let me hit you with this structure, okay? 
I didn't really use the multiple colors there, but anyway, go on. Yeah, I like, okay. I like that idea. Okay, let's say that four-person team, each person has, uh, you know, uh, each team has four players, and there's four bases. And for each person, you have your base that is your home base, right? So one person, the north base is their home base. The other person, the south base is their home base. Then we got an east base and we got a west base. So each base has two people, one from either team, okay? And then one team is running around clockwise. The other team is running around counterclockwise. So I am first going to encounter person one, then person two, then person three, and then back to my home and when i get home i'm gonna be with the other person who was with me there and we run around like a certain number of rounds right every time i'm at my home base i get a selection of three balls that i can select from and i just grab the three balls okay when i run to base one base two base three each time if i have a black ball in my hand i'm trying to use it to tag somebody who's there trying to do whatever they're trying to do if I have a white ball, I'm trying to, like, get it in the target, and they're trying to stop me, right? So if I'm running up and I get to my home, and I'm like, okay, now I've grabbed two blacks and a white, and then go. And so I'm carrying two blacks and a white. I get to first base. I'm up against this other guy. Do I want to use the black and try and tag him, or am I going to have better luck with a white trying to get it in the uh, target? And, like, I choose black tag him yes i get one point keep running i get to second base there's a second person up against me uh for this person uh there's no way i'm going to be able to tag them i go for my white ball get it in the target another point and i'm running around to third base now i've got the black ball but oh no this other person they're gonna tag me i know they're better at it they tag me oh darn it but i run back around to my home and now i pick another loadout three more balls Hmm. okay so you're you're going with three balls every time yeah, because it's four-base system, right? So on your home base, you pick three balls, and then you have something to do at first, something to do at second, something to do at third. I think it's going to be a little bit cumbersome to hold three balls while trying to make these decisions. Well, that's you why around. you have custom athletic equipment. Okay, I mean, there's that, but again, budget. Well, um, I mean, you tennis players carry around balls in their pockets. That's always bugged me, actually. Tennis players, they're pro-level tennis players, and they're playing, but they've got, like, three balls in their pockets on their shorts as they're running around. Like, there's no yeah. way that doesn't impede motion or distract them in some way. It definitely doesn't. <laughs> I, or at least they're definitely used to it. Here's, okay, here's, here's, uh... Here's my contribution to this concept. Okay. Because I really want to still use the baseball diamond structure because that is a resource that's very easy to find. You can find that just about any park. You could probably claim a baseball diamond. That's true. Or even if you can't find a park like with a baseball diamond, you get like four stationary things and you just lay them down. It's like, okay, this trash can lid is first base. Yeah. I'm thinking... What if we brought back some LARP stuff? Okay. And what if we started looking towards uh, people? Some people can choose to, like, move uh, from base to base. Like, what if we try to make, like, a turn-based strategy game out of the four bases? And and perhaps the pitcher's mount as well. Um, All right. But what I'm thinking is, like, our version of this is with short with shields and javelins like padded obviously yeah 
but the person at home is like trying to hit the person at second base. Okay, so trying to throw over the pitcher, hit the person at second base, and if you successfully bop them with your foam javelin and they don't deflect it with their shield, then you get a point. And then a version can be customized for the individual player because grandma can't throw the javelin from home to second base, but she can stab you in the back. Okay, so grandma gets a melee foam weapon. Mm-hmm. So you can like, choose your loadout, like if you're going to have the foam dagger or the foam like fireball thing, missile that you throw, or the mm-hmm. javelin, or a bow and arrow, or a crossbow. Fuck it, it's nerf, no one cares. Uh, and you, uh, you're just trying to uh, attack your family. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like there's a sweet spot here where... I want to gamify a baseball diamond with everybody sort of having custom objectives and custom weaponry, but it makes sense. Okay, but the other problem with that is that we've lost the team element altogether if we do that. Yeah, then that's just a nerf war. Uh, Okay, okay, here's a thought. Baseball diamond, but the four bases are themselves players, and they're running around, so it's not always a diamond-shaped diamond. You gotta find first base. Where did first base go? Shit, he's running <laughs> off into the outfield. Go tag uh, him. Um, I don't hate that, except uh, what? Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to turn this into something that is like a concrete, simple, playable game. And you've got my terrain running away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, we can do this. Okay. So, when you were talking about somebody going around the bases and making their choices based on who was there, uh, maybe I misinterpreted you. I thought we were talking about, like, eight different people in play. Yeah. So that That is That was my my vision was... Four players, two teams, eight people in play, each person running around simultaneously, four of them running clockwise, four of them running counterclockwise, so they're constantly encountering different members of the other team. But never members of their own team, unless one member of their team is really slow, and then you just sort of bunch up behind but them. you're only going in one in one direction you're only going right you're the clockwise team they're the counterclockwise team so i'm running towards you you're running towards me Hmm. um i'm just trying to think of what i've got my nerf weapon i'm running up on you i got a ball i can score a point with the ball but i'd rather get you with my nerf dagger okay what if it was essentially sword shield and uh, sort of like a, a a jug on your back, like a backpack, okay. and like an open, sort of like an open vase basket kind of thing, right? On your right. And you also have the ball. The ball can just sort of be like on your belt or behind your shield or however you want to hold it. It's on the belt with my pokeballs, sure. And you're trying to get it in the opponent's basket. Okay. So you could go for you could go for attack, defense, or a combination and so and if you if you can get it. the ball in your opponent's you know backpack like forget getting dunked on you just got dunked in motherfucker yeah. 
you were dunked directly into. Oh man, like that that's actually super badass. Like two people, both of them got balls, both of them got like an open backpack, and you're just trying to dunk in the other fool's back. Yeah. That's pretty good. Fuck, I would play that. Yeah. I'm just wondering if the sword and shield are too cumbersome now. Like are we actually still talking about the same kind of thing where that can be a budget thing because that's like uh, I'm gonna say shield, shield yes, sword no. As much as I love like I've seen People come back from LARPing with, like, welts. Fuck that noise. Uh, you got a shield. You can block the ball that people are trying to dunk in your backpack. But I'm going to say no melee. We're going we're gonna to get rid of the melee. And in terms of thrown stuff, like, I'm talking dodgeball. Let's get rid of the whole javelin thing. Like, I know, like, nerf war is fun. But no, we're going to go, like, you can bop people with a ball that's a little less you know medieval yeah okay so maybe we're talking about something closer to like i don't know like i'm thinking about like a a soft laundry hamper or something yeah yeah. like a pretty big basket with the stipulation right. that you know it's got to be appropriate within certain stats within right. certain you know sizes for the league you can't like stitch it closed right and then are you just like, where are these balls coming from? How we want to structure this? Do we still want to use the baseball diamond for this? Uh, I like baseball diamond. I, we, we're, I'm yeah. running around. I get to meet up with you at the uh, at the base. And then it's a showdown. Like, uh, I'm trying to dunk in your back. Yeah, I just feel like. But if you actually touch the base, I can't dunk on you. Because you're on the base. You're safe. Oh, okay. Okay, like, I want okay. the base to serve a purpose other than to just be, this is where I go to meet you. I'm so are we saying, talking, like, if like I got a, a toe on the base, I can't dunk on you. Or if I do dunk on you accidentally while you're touching the base, it's a point for you, not a point for me. So it's like, oh, I see, I see. So there's basically, as you approach, there's an attack and a defense yeah. role. And whoever got there first, obviously, you know, they're running faster, so they get to the base. They get to stand there, and they can just rain down, you know, hell upon you. But if they miss, they got to go run get their ball, which means they got to take their foot off that base. They're no mm. longer safe. And also, like, like they're stationary, right? Like, they can't get a good angle if you're constantly facing them. You know, yet maybe you got your shield, you got the shield up, you can't, you know, get past that shield, so you're, like, trying to get a good angle, but, like, may maybe if you dunk in the back, it's, like, three points, but if you just bop them on a spare pace of their body, like, on their shins or something, it's one point, right? So, like, they could be, like, blocking my backpack, blocking my backpack, and you're just, like, bam, got you in the face, next, like, I'm mm. good with one point. Hmm... Okay, I'm so. Uh, the, the, I guess the part that's difficult for me to swallow with this is how chaotic it looks. Like we're not talking about something that you could watch effectively. There isn't phases to it where or like turns. It's like everybody's running <laughs> everybody's for all of these targets simultaneously. In everybody simultaneously. It's a yes. little too a little too warfare like. Um, I feel like it's just a series of. Uh, 1v1 matches hmm. like you meet somewhere in between the two adjacent bases and you take turns going like okay everybody's gonna get one throw 
it's for it's this one v one unless your teammate is fast enough. He's already dispatched his foe, or he's decided to just fuck it, take it on the chin, give up the point. But that gives me enough time to go run around to the next base, and now I can help you. Now it's two v one. Honestly, a, a big part of this, I feel like the the design document for this will display a lot more to me. A lot mm-hmm. of this conversationally is like getting lost on me. Um, maybe it's just because I'm tired. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, l- ladies and gentlemen, if you could like draw up some diagrams for us because we clearly are not visualizing the same shit. Yeah. But it sounds like fun. I still want to go to a baseball diamond with some laundry baskets and some dodgeballs like right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we could f- sort of figure it out. That said... Uh, fan art's a thing now. We will happily accept as much of that as you've got for from any episode. It's all good. Okay, now hang on. It sounds like we're moving towards the wrap-up, which is good, but we still haven't come up with a name for this sport. Basketball. Fuck you. <laughs> There's laundry baskets. Laundry ball. I'm okay with laundry ball. Are we going with laundry ball? We can go with laundry ball. Laundry ball it is. Yeah. If you want to uh, uh, videotape yourself playing Play laundry, laundry ball. ball. And, and us, you know what, folks? If we'll you need that. sports supplies for your laundry ball, you know where you can turn? Oh, God. Yeah, where? Where? Where is it? Is it Squarespace? You, you want me to say it? I, I already said Squarespace. It's, yeah, it's Squarespace. <laughs> Squarespace.com slash sports. No, it's one of their bricks and mortar stores. They're not going to make you uh, (laughs) order this shit online. You need to be able to get it fitted to your torso. Like such a committed company. Yeah. No, there's one right down the street from you right now. Uh, There is not. You can go to one of Squarespace's bricks and mortar stores and you can get balls and padding and shoes and custom jerseys and mascot costumes. Oh, God. Squarespace, I'm sorry. I love you, Squarespace. Thank you for providing us all with so many quality products. It's, It's the acme of the high guy universe. Okay. Um, I think Jared Bodyglove Williams works at Squarespace. Yes. That's that, why he's so go. often not on these podcasts. He he just he couldn't get away. He got a shift. <laughs> and he can sell a glove for your body. He can. So that'll do it for us for this week. We invented the thing. We did. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Hit Be sure up. to watch us on YouTube. That's also a thing now. That's true. Uh, Twitter is H-I-G-A-I show. Um, and the website is H-I-G-A-I show.com. Yep. Uh, and you could uh, check us out on uh, Treasure Trail. That's the thing we invented. Which yeah. Which episode? You're going to have to find out. Just listen through them all. So we got one last thing. We got one is... last thing. That I gotta pick the thing that we're gonna do for next week, huh? Yep. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, fuck it. I, I, I. Vegetable. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm hungry for vegetables. We're gonna. <laughs> 
It'll be full of nutrients, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to invent a vegetable next week on Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. Please tune in and check it out. It's going to be so good for you. Speaking of vegetables, you know what else? What's that? Thumbs up monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Yep. Like that? Yep. <laughs>